Hello and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. How are you? I'm good. It's a hell of a week out there. It's a hell of a hell of a week in the news. A lot going on. I don't really understand any of it. There's a lot going <laughs> over my head, out of my uh, domain. Do you know uh, about this show, The Daily Show? I've heard of it, yeah. Apparently the host of The Daily Show is like, is fighting against, against troops? What's going on? <laughs> it's, it's, it's former host of The Daily so Show. So the host of The Daily Show is somehow, is it like a, a, like a gunfighting or, or is he just kind of like, is he, is he, is he protesting the troops and so it gets physical with his cohorts? Or is he actually like trying to do it like a paramilitary? Is he fighting against? Like, in the, I heard he's fighting against them in the capital. He should be if he really wants to make a difference. Yeah. He should make a giant burn pit in front of the Capitol building and burn all the troops. Is what you're and, saying? And, and start throwing people out. I don't know. I mean, I personally think the troops should be supported. So I don't. I don't. If, if you, look, if you if you go for this kind of thing, this is Craig Kilborn, by the way? <laughs> no, this is uh, this is Mr. John Stewart. John. Okay, John Stewart. Yeah. From from big the, the guy from Big Daddy, yes, actually, okay. So yeah. he he ended I, up hosting I mean, the Daily Show. I don't think that's where most people would remember him from, but but yeah, he was he in was big the Daddy. deadbeat dad in uh in Big Daddy, I believe. <laughs> right, the the, the 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 man who abandoned abandoned his child. Well, I don't think he knew he had a child. To well, be but fair. he's an actor portraying a part. <laughs> it's like I'm not saying he is a deadbeat dad. I'm just saying that he very well very very believably played uh, a guy who abandoned his kid to let, so, so let, to let some bum like Adam Sandler to, like, help him and like, and, and like, you know, uh, raise him. Right. And, like, and no one was like, this doesn't make sense. Why would this guy, people were like, this made sense. It's, it, it was a good casting. That's all I'm saying is an actor. It doesn't mean he'd do it. Look, it to just... be fair to John Stewart's character in Big Daddy, I think once the paternity results were revealed, he, he was very quick to take responsibility so once, once they for sued the for paternity and like he, he was forced to by the court, he was, he, so, okay, I'll, I'll raise the kid now. I mean, look, yeah. that's, it could be worse. Some people still don't. And so, like, the fact that when a judge told him to, he, you know, decided to cut his losses and start raising the kid, that's, I guess, commendable. And, you know, the way the world is now. Yeah. <laughs> you... What? What? I, I'm like, I liked him. I liked him. And I thought he was good. I thought he did a real good job playing the deadbeat dad. <laughs> so, you're saying he was hosting a daily, a daily show. A Daily Show, and now, and now, he, how did he end up? Is it like John McCaffrey? He's fighting troops. I don't understand. Well, I think while he was on the Daily Show, people came to trust his voice on like the media and on okay. politics, and probably you know, I could imagine it. Being so he a, would say stuff like, "You know, our troops are actually targets for me, <laughs> and I, I, I want to fight them." He would say stuff like that. Like, I, I think I'm trying. Got, I'm trying to get into like how this evolves. How a guy like John Stewart starts. Like, you know, launching a civil war, but only against the military. It doesn't seem like he wants, it doesn't seem like he wants any kind of material gain or like position or land. He just wants to like hurt soldiers. <laughs> not, yeah, not against the military so much as just veterans. Right. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem to be going against active military people. And also not going against, he's more fighting for them. But that's secondary. What do you mean for? <laughs> what do you mean for? I, well, yeah. Look, I thought I thought he was I, I thought he was fighting against them. No, no, he's trying. Oh, he's to get, on their side. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's. <laughs> I guess that makes. I mean, it makes more sense why anyone would do that. Because I, I, re I was really kind of confused why the guy from Big Daddy was like 
trying to like you know kill soldiers and i was like this seems but no you're telling me he's not no 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 he's a thing i mean he, I, he wants them to have health care and stuff okay that's not that i can get behind that <laughs> interesting okay so john stewart <laughs> i'm listening <laughs> so john stewart it was in the, that's what he was doing in the capital he wasn't he wasn't like starting a a war yeah every few years he goes up because i guess this thing keeps getting up for, it keeps going up for debate like it's not they can't pass a bill that just says forever these people will get health care i guess now, who, who are could, these people native just, americans they or? just don't who are we talking about again? <laughs> native americans i don't know who, who are these people you think native americans are keeping u.s veterans from getting health care who's these people like congress okay I don't know. I mean, look, I, I, if I was Native American, I might lobby against soldiers getting health care. Well, because look, they did so much, not these soldiers, but over time, U.S. soldiers were not very nice to them. I, I, look, I'll give you that. If it were a bunch of Native Americans saying that, then it would be, that, those would be great representatives for not giving U.S. Now, if you counter to me and you say, hey, the, the Custer was just implementing a policy. Uh, you know, he was just the tip of the sword for, for the Congress. Well, I don't, you know, uh, perhaps, perhaps Custer wasn't, you know, uh, uh, shouldn't be as villainized as, uh, we love to do, but you know, I, don't, I, I, cause I wasn't in the Congress, so I don't know. Right. But you know, at a certain point, I just know I never marched a trail of tears. Right. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm doing pretty good <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So John Stewart's in the Capitol. He's in the Capitol. He and, goes, he, and he wants the troops to like. Now I thought he was a nine eleven responder guy. Now now he's branched over into, into veterans. Well, it's, it applies to veterans. It applies to first. Well, I think there was a, maybe a different bill for first responders. Right, he was I, he was he was sitting there crying in the Congress a year or two ago, maybe longer, <laughs> like just weepy and like yeah, and like and like and kind of like almost fussy. He seems. <laughs> Well, you see, he got that, that thing where he kind of, a big kid's kind of tired, and so he's kind of crying, but he's kind of angry. And he's like, why don't you just give them the health care they need? And I'm like, I, I, again, you know, I don't think he was wrong. I think, you know, that seems like a reason. Sometimes the kid is right when he's like having a tantrum. Sometimes a kid having a tantrum isn't, isn't wrong, you know? I don't want to go home with Uncle Jack. Well, that wouldn't, you know, he might be having a tantrum, quote unquote, but, you know, who is Uncle Jack? And what's, right. what happens at Uncle Jack's house? How is he being treated at Uncle Jack? Exactly. So, you know, we don't you know, automatically assume that the kid having the tantrum or John Stewart is being, you know, a buffoon or anything. <laughs> John Stewart. John Stewart, is that what I said? Yeah. John Stewart. <laughs> no, uh, I, look, I think it's commendable. This guy goes out there and. A lot of people say support the troops and support the firefighters. And I feel like John Stewart really like fell hard for that propaganda. <laughs> you know, I feel like he was like, we all just kind of say it, but he, he like, he's a little kid. And he's like, he like believes it. Yeah. And like, it's just, it makes for these funny moments where it's like, no one meant that. Like <laughs> we have these guys go to like foreign countries and like get shot at. And then like we, they burn like, you know, uranium and or whatever next to their bathroom it's like of course we're not trying to like it you think you realize how much it would cost to insure them <laughs> that's not what we do <laughs> if we were gonna like give them health insurance we wouldn't be putting them next to burn pits in the first place yeah that's, just, mean, like, that's crazy right it's like putting them next to a cancer factory <laughs> you know why would you do that why would you make them why would you make them drink agent orange which they did. Yeah. See, that's the beauty of what I'm doing here. The high wire rack of my satire. 
Apparently, they made, they made, they made the, the boys drink Agent Orange back in the day. Jeez. And they were fine. That can't be good for you. I remember people telling me that, you know, well, what do you say about that? They say it's so dangerous. But, yeah, they had guys on the air drinking, drinking this stuff. Now, first of all, this person didn't even, now I knew this person. I don't want to say who it was. Didn't even uh, account for the fact that maybe it wasn't really like Agent Orange. But maybe it was. Maybe I misunderstood. Maybe they were pouring it out of the, the fuselage or whatever. Held the, the, the ancient orange. But even nevertheless, the idea that it wouldn't poison you on the spot as if, as if you were drinking acid, right. but might still be bad for you, you know, a week later even. Sure. <laughs> By the time they aired that, the guy might have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, regardless, this is a detour for Agent Orange. If you're not familiar with Agent Orange, um, so it's a it's like a defoliant. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, it's a... Yeah. It's something they use in Vietnam. It fucked up a lot of people in Vietnam. They had, like, I got rid of the trees so they could bomb people more effectively and shoot them. And didn't it also, like, kill a bunch of just, like, Vietnamese people? Probably. I mean, you know, no one's counting, you know. I mean, people are counting that, but not. <laughs> when you go to these, like, things, it's always like, the troops. I got Agent Orange. Like, weren't you dumping that on babies? <laughs> like, I feel bad for you, but, like, this, is, this doesn't seem like just a you problem. <laughs> Look what they did to me. Well, you were dropping it. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel terrible. I mean, they shouldn't have been making you do it, but it's also, it's like, <laughs> it's just kind of crazy. Like, we're just dumping it into their water supply. Right. And like just destroying all their agriculture. Yeah. Like, you Look know- what happened? <laughs> like, you're driving the, the, that Walker thing from Star Wars and you got knocked over by Luke Skywalker. <laughs> they tripped you up. <laughs> Look what they've done to my boy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, when I bombed that wedding, uh, <laughs> it, 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 the sound of the explosion blew my ears out. I'll, I'll never hear the same way again. I have a little tinnitus, I think. <laughs> is that, is that, it's called tinnitus, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not great. I mean, I, I, I can hear, but like, if, if, if it's like a loud thing on TV, it gets, I feel like a weird scratching feeling. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> uh, so Jon Stewart, what is he accomplishing? In the Capitol. He's been doing this for years. He tried to get firefighters health care. It, turn, it did, didn't accomplish that. And so he just abandoned the firefighters and moved on to veterans? No, no. I think he's actually been, like, pretty successful Has in he? general. I think he gets like, on the YouTube. Okay, it's more than I've done. So yeah. I'm not, you know, Mr. John Stewart, if you listen to our podcast, <laughs> don't think that I'm, like, you know, t- taking a shot. But, you know. <laughs> Mr. It, Stewart, don't be a coward. Come on the pod. <laughs> Come debate me. Come debate me. Uh, it does seem like, you know, it's, it's more of an indictment of our country and our current state of affairs. No, these people are scumbags because the argument this, there's always some like bullshit argument for why they're not passing it. Like uh, this time it's that, you know, uh, the, like $400 billion that was always in the bill was moved from like discretionary spending to mandatory spending. Right. And like Republicans are calling, basically calling it like, Pork, essentially, you know, which is like that's 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 say it is, which I don't think it is. But like, let's say Mm -hmm. it is like it's like I'm pretty sure like the only reason like Mitch McConnell is one of the people blocking it. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure the only reason he's still in office is because of like the sheer amount of pork he gets for Kentucky. That's pretty much true of like every like like anyone's been there longer. Yeah, lots of. I I don't mean to make it just like a Republican. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's a a, a real (laughs) sloppy pig. Yeah, and and gets that pork real nice and slow cooked. Yeah, but like Uh, he's. he's, You know, I'm sure he's. He might. He might be the most. I mean, I don't know, but I'm saying like I'm not trying to underplay because he might be one of the craziest 
pork boys in, in history. Mm. Uh, I just don't know. But I'm saying, but it, that's pretty standard <laughs> to get a lot of pork if you're the head guy. Well, yeah. Now I just want some pork. I want to I want to I want to cook that boy. <laughs> I mean, what do you what do you I mean Mitch McConnell would you have dinner with Mitch McConnell? I don't want to a romantic see the dinner? dinner? No, no, we're like, but like assume you know, I'm out of the picture. A romantic dinner? I'm just saying if a man like Mitch McConnell no, not not a man like him. If Mitch McConnell, with all the power and trappings that comes with him, if he, you know, tried to pull a indecent proposal like being Rob, Robert Redford. He may see, he met you at like a at like a casino that new casino in Long Island. I don't like how quickly you're developing this scenario where Mitch McConnell uh, makes love to me. I didn't say he makes love. I said would you go to a romantic? <laughs> That's dinner. what an indecent proposal is. No, all right, but I'm just, I mean, I mean I, he's That's like, he, the indecent. Part. I meant he's doing the schmooze. I mean, he might look. He's gonna want to have, but you know, you don't have to. This is not a situation where I'm I'm gonna fantasize about it. No, I'm just asking. <laughs> Would you like have a nice look? It's not just a business dinner, is my point. I'm not saying you're, you're making love on the table. It's not romantic that way. It's just, it's, it's a dinner where he's like putting the candles on the table. Is this for, is it like, am I doing some kind of espionage where as a result of this dinner, like the burn pit victims will get, will get no, the healthcare? No, no, no quid pro quo. I'm just asking, isn't it's supposed to be an aside, <laughs> a quick aside. Like, this guy's pretty gross. He's got bad politics as far as you're concerned. Some people love his politics and, they, and they're also <laughs> an, entitled to that, I guess. But uh, point is, um, but he's a powerful man. So I'm just, I'm just saying like, if he asked me to dinner, you know, I might go to dinner with him. Now, we're engaged, so I wouldn't, in, that, in this case. And I would not say I would have sex with him. But I might go, like, if he said to me, can I have a romantic dinner with you, Ray? I might say yes, in theory. <laughs> Just to see, you know, what power, what being under the the, the wings of power feels like. <laughs> I mean, do you get any... Look, the idea of a de- of an indecent proposal is you do, you, you do something you wouldn't otherwise do. It could be a dinner. It could be I, a dinner. I, and, like, and, and then you get some money. When I said indecent proposal, I was only drawing the comparison of how suave Richard Red- Robert Redford was in that movie and rich and like how a guy like that. I wasn't, <laughs> I'm not trying to recreate indecent proposal with the here, let me fuck you for a million dollars. Like, you know, here, here's, so here's some cash. Here's a bucket of cash. Come be a pig. That's not what I was trying to do. <laughs> I was just trying to, you know, I'm, I'm just likening Mitch McConnell to Robert Redford in a physical way. Look, you can't liken him to Robert Redford because he's, Mitch McConnell is like an exact replica of the guy, you know, who Hannibal Lecter's friend. who you Multiple know, he, mix? He, he, feed, he eats his face. Mo- oh. Yeah. Oh, wait. His fr- the guy in, in the movie Hannibal, you mean? In Hannibal, Okay, yeah. the lesser, I thought he meant multiple Migs who said, like, it's, like what did Migs say to you when he wear your cell? Like, <laughs> he's like, I smell your cunt. He's like, oh, I unfortunately cannot. <laughs> uh, and he, you know, he threw his comment out. Point is, I, I don't even that guy. But you mean the guy in the third movie who had his face eaten by a pig? By, by pigs, and then Hannibal Elector was eating it? This is, I That's mean, the result. This this analogy has lost all potency to the original <laughs> point because I I may, I, yeah, I was, that, was that was a cool scene though it was good I mean honestly you know who that was right who was that Gary Oldman really yes the transformer that guy is just a chameleon he's just that he's just doing everything he, he, he look he might be Mitch McConnell half the time and we don't even know it that's how good he is <laughs> um I would have dinner with them uh, I'd see where things went and but I, I I would say right up front I don't care I mean I care but it's for the purposes of dinner, I don't care about the troops or firemen. This is not what this is about. 
which we, we're human beings. But anyway, moving on. So, Sean Stewart is. Uh, I'm saying he hasn't like he's, McConnell's got the pork. He hasn't moved his bill. He uh, he, has, he stopped this bill in his tracks, right? Was pork? Yeah, pork. along with some other people. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, again, I mean, this is not, he got out, look, John Stewart, for all his guile and his cunning, has been outmaneuvered in the, in the Senate by these career politicians. Does that surprise you? Look, I think, I think the game that's being played usually with when John Stewart gets involved is that, like, he's John Stewart, and it's like, and, and it's fucked up, but, like, when John Stewart, you know, yells or cries or, or makes a poignant speech, people pay attention to it. And it's a and it's an effective mechanism for just like bringing what's a pretty like bipartisan shame right. on whoever is blocking it. Like you know, it's like most people aren't gonna be like uh, aren't gonna dismiss like veterans who want health care. Right, like, but so- these guys are pros. This is kind of like when a comedian, right? Which he is on, on some level, right? Yeah, he's very funny in the in the in the, in the child abandonment movie. Now, <laughs> when his magnum opus. Yes. Now when. <laughs> When you know, like a comedian, sees someone like you know, I'm, I'm gonna challenge, I'm gonna talk about abortion. Uh, I don't even want to say that because I'm gonna see my. I'm gonna talk about the 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 uh, the Civil War, <laughs> and you know, I know it's very dicey. That's gonna be my issue, I, my pet I'm, cause. I, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself in a hole. I'm gonna dig myself out of it. You know, like great great comics always do. Mm. And, and then, I'll tell you, it doesn't usually end up with people just yelling at old men. In my experience, it is. It often does. All these, these, these fucking out there guys, these guys who want to, like, you know, do this all the time. Mm. And my, they just start yelling at old people. Because old <laughs> people are like, just, no, just be funny. That's why they always, you see, you see it once or twice, like in some doc, album or documentary. These guys, these guys digging themselves out of the hole, like Patrice O'Neill. But in my experience, what usually happens is some guy, he ends up just yelling <laughs> at old people because they're like, this is not, this is. Be funny, which I'm not saying I'm not on their get side. Get off, get off, get off. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, I'm not on their side. I, I dug myself, try to dig myself out of a hole, and you just yell at old people because yeah. they, they're not having it. They're like, they want you to be like, you know, uh, Buddy Hackett. Right. And, you know, whatever. Who, 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 Robert Klein. Yeah. And I can be Robert Klein. But, like, this is, like, the one issue point, oh, where, so, like, yeah. oh, sorry, go ahead. My point, so this is what John Stewart, but this is what is happening. They bring John Stewart out, and, and, and they're like, so he's like, uh, what are you going to do? I'm John Stewart from, from the from the Abandon Your Kid movie and, and also The Daily <laughs> Show, apparently. <laughs> and people seem to love me. And I, uh, I'm going to shame you until you do what I say. And they're like, hey, look at us. We look like monsters, physically. Yeah. Most of us look like monsters. Right. And the ones who don't really look like pedophiles. Yeah. Like, very much so. Um, we're, we're all closeted or just bigots or like uh, we inside or trade. We're monsters. I mean, we're also just awful people. But this is the swamp we live in. This is like, it's like going to prison and thinking you're a tough guy on the outside. And you're like, well, we live in prison. You know, now maybe you could fight in prison, but you know, people do, I guess. But like, you know, so John Stewart's coming in, and they're like, "What you think you can shame us?" Right. Like, well, yeah that that seems to be that's the competition. They see it as a challenge. They're like, "Yeah, yeah. Well, here we're gonna pull a bunch of parliamentary <laughs> bullshit. You're gonna call us out on it, and a, a day's gonna go by, and no one's gonna care." Yeah, like that's the experiment. Like, is it is it even possible to shame these people anymore? Like, it, it because. As far as like popular 
response. Right. Like, I was watching him on, like, Fox News a little earlier. And, like, even on Fox News, it's like when he goes on and explains what the issue is, the Fox News viewers are like, yeah, this is fucked up. Right. Like, it's like, you know, like, every normal person in America thinks this is a no-brainer. Sure. But it's like, you know, it's just these uh, these uh, lizards. But it's like, trying, it's like one Gary Glenn Ross and trying to explain to Ricky Roma, no, 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 I, you understand, I didn't actually want to buy it. You kind of pressured me. He knows. It's next level shit. This is the thing where it's like, yeah, I know you know I pressured you. Right. The whole point is can I fuck you while you know I'm fucking you? Mm-hmm. And the same thing with the Congress. Yeah. That's the whole game here. Right. So... Good. I mean, what, you, what someone like John Stewart would need to do, if people really, you know, if he really wanted to marshal his uh, all these, you know, uh, bros, these, these comedy bros that like him, right? <laughs> yeah. these, these young men who drink a lot of beer who like John Stewart. <laughs> is, is, that, that, is that the profile? I'm assuming. I'm just based on his big daddy role. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's talking a lot about Molson beer and stuff in that movie, yeah. and, and not having and not taking care of his kids. So I'm saying, <laughs> if he wants to get these like frat boy types to like, he needs to like marshal them. The way Trump did, sort of. Trump had a celebrity, and he turned that into political power. Now, how much did he accomplish? Well, I mean, look, he got a bunch of people in the Supreme Court, and they ended up overturning Roe v. Wade. So, a great deal, regardless of how you feel about it. And uh, in Congress, but he could do it in Congress. John Stewart could become, you know, the, the new Mitch McConnell one day. But he <laughs> wants to stay on the outside and, and, you know, be and just kind of wrap himself in the flag of, of veterans. And 9-11 first responders. Right. I mean, is it wrong? But that's why it's kind of like it's kind of like an unstoppable force meeting an immovable object because like. It's not though. No, no, no. But because <laughs> like like these people can't be shamed at all. Right. But also they have this very like blatant history of like wrapping themselves in the American flag. Right. And so what happens when like ra- you wrap yourself in the American flag to, to shame them as a, P- as a you know, as a, a PR thing like. You know, will that work? Like, it's like, you know, it's kind of like, it, it, and it seems like it does work sometimes. But yeah, Maybe. no, no, it's definitely like, there's diminishing returns. Probably. Do you think the problem is that a lot of these tr- veterans and for 9-11 first responders are not people who would normally like John Stewart? They're like, you know, they like, he's like trying to help us, but he's not one of the guys. <laughs> he's, he's a feat and he's, a, you know, he's a Harvard graduate. And he's like, you know, an intellectual elitist. And they, and like, so they appreciate what he's trying to do, but it's just, they can't really, uh, you know, he's not a man of the muck. I definitely think that it's the kind of thing where he shows up, he, he creates these, um, you know, spectacles for good. Yeah. Right. And they're probably, I think they're deeply appreciative of that and respect him for it. Yeah. And then on the car ride home, they're like, what's up with that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Is that water he was drinking? Yeah. Fizzy water? Fizzy. What is that water? Is that is that is that is that normal water or is that kind of weird? Does he have a family? What's his deal? Yeah. He didn't serve, did he? No, I didn't think so. No. no. I heard he went to Harvard. Whatever that means. <laughs> no, I don't. Like, I mean, it's. Can you be a man of the people? Can you be John, the John? Didn't John Kerry try to? John Kerry, you know, John Kerry came from some kind of money. I forget. I know he married the ketchup heiress, right? Right. But uh, but before that, I think he came from decent money, right? He was a Kennedy connected, like related person, I think, right? Mm. John Kerry. Oh, was I'm, he? I believe he wasn't poor. 
But, you know, my point is, he went to Vietnam, I believe. I kind of suspect, you know, a lot of guys, look, you got you to gotta do your time and serve, right? You got to go over there. People, Some people who want to get into politics know they got to spend time serving. So he has a whole career where he's trying to be, look, he look back and go, I went to Vietnam, and then I threw my medal away. I'm the, I'm the soldier boy, right? I'm a man of the people. And within a second, they, they swift boat with him. <laughs> they, got this, the, 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 they got the Swift Boat Veterans for Truth. Carl Rove just made an ass out of them. Now, it wasn't even true, but they got these like actors, these guys they found, these old men they found in the Dunkin' Donuts, and they, they had to pretend to be like Navy guys, and they just made John Kerry, like, they were like, I don't think he was even in Vietnam. <laughs> I mean, these guys were probably like in prison when Vietnam was happening, and not for like, you know, conscientious objection. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, these, so my, it's hard for people who've been to Harvard for, uh, to, to, you know, kind of be a man of the people. They smell it on you. Sure. It's hard, you know, it, it, it's just, now why was George Bush able to do it? Because he's yeah, a better politician. Yeah, it's a mystery. Smarter. Uh, yeah. So John Stewart needs to get smarter is my point. Right. Yeah, it doesn't, look, it doesn't matter how many Adam Sandler movies you do. He only did the one, though, right? always be up against it. I just think he only did one. Yeah. It, if, if that guy who played, you know, let's just say, who was that guy and who was, who was his friend all the time? And he was the guy who ends up being in the movie where he was playing video games or making video games. Grandma's boy. There was an actor. What's his, what, look oh, up, Nick uh, No, not Swanson? Nick Swartzen. There was, there was a guy. Look up Grandma's boy. It was a film that, like, this, this guy was in where it was a decently funny movie. But that guy is a guy John Stewart puts in every film. But he's not like he did Grandma's Boy. No one cared. I, I've, I've said Grandma's Boy more like so many times in this last minute that it'll probably <laughs> if you type that in the YouTube, it'll probably come. This video will come up now. It's not. That, it's not that popular. My point is, if that guy was like coming off of veterans, you'd be like, ah, oh, that's John Stewart's. I mean, that's uh, Adam Sandler's buddy. Right. The guy puts in the things, and you'd feel good about that. What's his name? Uh, Peter Dante. Peter Dante. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Yeah, this is how, like, he's Adam Sandler's buddy who made that one movie. He should be fighting for troops. John, you, know, like, <laughs> you think he would be a more effective communicator? People like, well, look, Adam Sandler could do it, but I mean, that would be too much. Adam Sandler just is disqualified. I mean, what would happen if Adam no, Sandler... Honestly, Adam Sandler could advocate for literally anything politically, and it would happen tomorrow. I, I feel like, like it might. <laughs> I mean, you feel like he's lost his juice, but he's still making millions on Netflix. <laughs> I mean, when's the last time uh, you, you see Adam Sandler came out with a movie? Oh, I guess Uncut Gems was good, but he wasn't like an Adam Sandler movie. Right, yeah. You know, he was great in it. But, like, when's the last time like, one of these comedies came out with Adam Sandler? And I'm not even taking shots at the guy. He's accomplished so much. And, like, you can tell he don't really care. that movie. He's not trying that hard anymore. These aren't exactly whatever. That's how beloved he is. <laughs> if John Stewart had a tenth of that, <laughs> then we would we would be shoving, you know, just pills, uh, amoxicillin into these troops' mouths as we speak, into these firefighters' throats. We would just be giving them anything they want: ivermectin or uh, whatever cures the the, the lungs from nine eleven. I don't know. Yeah, I'm just saying. What would that look like? Hello. <laughs> Hello, Mr. McConnell. <laughs> I'd like to sing you a song about the troops. <sighs> Burn pits. I wish I could do better impressions. <laughs> I have a burn pit. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> 
burning my deodorant. Uh, you're absolutely right. I do think John Stewart has maybe a little bit more credibility than Peter Dante, but <laughs> I don't. Uh, like, but I don't. Like, credibility. Adam Sandler would be just a, a nuclear weapon. Sure, I feel. But situation. I feel like if, if Adam Sandler is the standard, which we're agreeing he is, <laughs> we're agreeing he's the Churchill of our era. Yeah, or should be. I mean, it, it makes sense, honestly. Yeah, he could be. Why has no like, one tried that? Everyone's like, I hear things <laughs> like, "Who are the Dems going to? Biden shouldn't run next term, but he shouldn't. He's like, you know, he's come on." He shouldn't. And like, who's going to get? And we've always, I've always said Michelle Obama would be great. Just like, I'm not saying like, oh, she qualified. Who's qualified? Who's not? Why is she not qualified? Yeah. Who cares? But optics wise, I mean, look, people seem to all do. Who knows? It's a crazy country, but she had a, she has a great charm. I feel like compared to people, other people you see in the primaries, but we never think about Adam Sandler, which might be like incredible. Mm. It might be like I mean this. Could be, why don't Why don't Democrats do this? I mean the, the Republicans got Reagan, and they got Fred Thompson, right? Who was in Days of Thunder and yeah. a bunch of other good movies. And he was a, he was a senator, right? And who else was an actor? I mean Trump was in stuff, Home Alone too. Mm. I mean what, what's the last Democrat actor who like I mean. Yeah, the, the Democrats don't do actors. Wasn't either. Reagan a Democrat before it became I a... I mean, Al Franken. Oh, right. He, he, uh, was, he said a senator. Right. Yeah, and he, and he was, you know, he was doing, like, weird, like, bukkake, like, you know, like, like, like parody bukkake or something with a soldier. <laughs> I mean, whatever. It, it was just it was pan, pantomime uh, bukkake shots, right? <laughs> He was like grabbing her. He was like, she was asleep. I don't think he touched her, but he was like, oh, look at this. Hey, he just grab- Hey, I was a little hack. Yeah. Hey, look. Hey, look. My, my hands are her tits. Or some shit like that. <laughs> my hands are her tits. This is grand times on SNL. Lauren Michaels knows how to pick geniuses. <laughs> uh, Were you like Al Franken? I'm making fun of your boy. No, I was like, I, liked, like, I, like the, I was one of the people like who was going like when Democrats were like, I don't see what the big deal was. I was like, look, it is a little like, what do you? I mean, they, there was that woman who said he grabbed her ass. Like, it's not all like harmless, harmless uh, joshing. I'm not like, saying that he's you know the BTK killer. Yeah. I'm just saying that you know when, when a lady soldier fell asleep, he started like putting his tongue up to her <laughs> asshole and taking pictures or something like that. Well, something she, to that effect. Well, she wasn't a lady soldier, but it, it, who was she? She was a performer. Oh, but she but, had, but she had, she had on like she, he, I, he supposedly he, he was accused of grabbing a female soldier's ass. But I, the picture I saw, she was in like a, I guess they gave her camo, like you know, and, and a helmet on the plane. Yeah, she was all she was okay. gussied up. Okay, so she was. Uh, maybe <laughs> no, baby's fine. She, look, I, I guess you, what you're saying, she's an entertainer, so like she's just trash, and he can just do whatever he wants to her. I mean, he's the senator, and she's an entertainer. That's, I mean, that's your point, right? <laughs> no, no, I was just pointing out. I just didn't want us to engage in. Stolen valor no, on no, her behalf. That's a good point. <laughs> Never steal valor. So Al Fran- <laughs> My point is Adam Sandler. That's the thing. We also picked Al Franken. Of all the funny people you could pick, I mean, John Stewart's one guy. Al Franken's another. I mean, he's very talented. Yeah. I like Al. I mean, I would admit, was, it's Pat. They wouldn't let him do that now, would they, probably? Or maybe they would enjoy it. Yeah, I think they'd revamp Pat. Is that, well, no, that wasn't him. That was And make it not That was That was Julius it. Sweeney, right? Who would he do? Uh, oh, right. Yeah, he didn't do Pat. What did he do? He did, he did Stewart saves his family. He did Stewart Smalley. That's the only. That's the best thing he did. I f- that's really not that good. I yeah, I don't remember any. I don't know anything else he did. You know, I li- I was gonna say I, he's a real pro, but he's not. He he's no Albert Brooks. <laughs> we should have gotten Albert Brooks. He's great. 
Adam Sandler with Albert Brooks as his like VP. That'd be phenomenal. And then we can get some troops. Look, and John Stewart's <laughs> just gotta get out of the limelight. Because he's just he's You just, wouldn't even throw John Stewart in and make it a make it a trio. I'd make him like I, I'd say once we get these guys in power, you can be like the Buttigieg. <laughs> you know, you can be transportation secretary. You want that? Because like, people are just doing a decent job. I saw him tweet something a couple weeks ago and it was like, look, that's not a bad tweet. It was something in response to like political. And I was like, yeah, look, that guy's that guy's a got a sharp tongue. Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, he said something in his role as transportation secretary. You're going crazy. I'm just saying, look, the I guy, think- the guy can look. The guy's not. I don't want to lead the free world, for whatever that means. But like, you know, he he said a nice tweet as as the head of the transportation department. <laughs> and I think that's what John Stewart could pull off. Uh. <laughs> so he's he's for the troops. Okay, interesting. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, we wish John Stewart the best. Um, Godspeed. I hope he. I hope he still pays attention to the the, 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 the firemen. I, I hope think, he hasn't I think the them. firemen are part of it. I think it's all. They don't have burn pits. That's a whole different thing. It's a different thing, but they. What is a burn pit? By let's let's talk about that. What's a burn pit? This is very. They keep like this. This is something Biden brought up in the State of the Union, right? You watch uh, yeah. the State of the Union? He started going off about burn pits and, like, I don't, I mean, is this coordinated with Biden? Because why is this coming up now? What's going on that burn? Because it's, you would, like, it's the kind of thing where you would think it'd be more eloquently dovetailed. Mm. Like, it's kind of a, there's kind of a, a, a man behind the scenes kind of thing going on with the burn pits. Mm. Like, it's part of our, uh, of, of this season's, like, over, like, art, like, the long, the, the plot of this season, like right. the, you know, what I mean, like of the like United States, the master plot of this season. You, know, you got your, you got your episodic plots, you got your subplots, but then the overarching plot or the, of the saga, right? The Infinity Saga and Marvel. This is the the United States burn pit saga, according to Joe Biden, and he launched it in the, in the State of the Union. He started rambling about burn pits. I don't think anyone knew what he was talking about. Is that his son died in a burn pit? Look up, yeah. see if you yeah, can find yeah. it. Hunter, Bi- not not Hunter Biden. <laughs> Bo Biden. Bo, Bo Biden, that he, like, you know, so we're talking about how, like, and I never heard of burn pits before. I mean, I kind of intuit what they were. Um, look on YouTube. Yeah, look, it just makes them sick. Like, you, you want me to just look up the definition of a burn no, pit? No, I want you to find that clip of Biden's State, Biden's State of the Union burn pits. See if it comes up. And we have a sacred obligation to equip those we send to war. How you doing? Trying to turn it up. You're fiddling around. <laughs> Go ahead. Getting your thumbs in the pudding. <laughs> little Jack Horner put his hand in the dike. <laughs> and we have a sacred obligation to equip those we send to war and care for those and their family when they come home. My administration is providing assistance in job training, housing, and now helping lower-income veterans get VA care debt-free. And our troops in Iraq have faced, in Afghanistan, have faced many dangers, one being stationed at bases breathing in toxic smoke from burn pits. <laughs> many of you have been there. What is Pelosi doing? She's just up there. What, she's what just, is this? She's just trying, like, she was in the middle of doing another Robin Hood trade. 
Uh, she was, you know, like she was trying to like you know glean from what he was saying. What she, you know, should she put in some yeah. put, put orders on her stocks? Yeah. What what goes into burn pits? I want to invest in that. Right. <laughs> um. I mean, look. That look. You. I'm not the dumbest guy in the world. I know things. I mean, I, he's talking about burn pits as if we knew about them. Now it makes more sense now. I've known about burn pits for 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 a minute, I, for I, a hot minute. Really? Who who brings this up? Where do you what what YouTube channels do you watch? Well, I knew that I knew that Bo Biden's uh, cancer was like partially due to burn pits. Bo Biden. We established I, that Bo Biden died in a heist with, <laughs> with, with, with Joe and Hunter. That's true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep I keep falling back into the into the government. They were narrative. doing a train heist in Delaware. Or the <laughs> Delaware tra- you know, train. <laughs> now, uh, it's fine. I'm just saying you, you you can't be a coincidence that he's doing that. I've never heard burn pits before. Now, whatever. But I'm saying that comes out fine. New thing. You you told me something. You're the president. You can tell me stuff. That's just part of your job. Right. And now we got John Stewart out there burn pitting, talking about burn pits. I this think he's been talking about burn pits for for a little bit. This like, doesn't. I'm just, I'm not saying it's nefarious, yeah, but this, this just has to be connected. <laughs> it has to be some kind of like part of our kind of agenda is burn pit stuff. Maybe he does know that if he emphasizes the burn pit stuff, that Biden it'll get Biden's ears. What what's left of his uh, ears? Okay. More. So he so he said like, look, he heard he started in the State of the Union. He called up the, the head of the 9-11 first responders group that he helps and he goes jerry look it's john john stewart no i'm sorry no it's late uh look i'm just watching the state of you you know how, how i feel about you guys i think you're salt of the earth you know i think you're just real great you're just as good as Th- people who went to harvard thanks john we we you know we think you're yeah, okay. I mean, like, we, 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 we appreciate your yeah, efforts. I, I don't think i'm any better than you or any you know any well, better I, I never said that i thought you were yeah right? I, 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 people, I have a career and i'm famous but i mean you do like real work Real. Yeah, well, I, pr- I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. No, so, you know, it's just, I mean, I love what you guys do. Uh, now. You know, I, have, I haven't been, a, I'm not like a, a full-time first responder. That was, that was, a, that was a 9-11. You know, they call us the first, 9-11 first responders. A lot of those guys were full-time. Yeah, I know. I was hoping you wouldn't, I hope was hoping you wouldn't call that out. <laughs> No, my point is, so John Stewart was like, look, I love what we've done together. It's a collaboration. Uh, but in these videos we've made together, they've done really well on YouTube. Now, um, Biden is doing the State of the Union right now, and he's talking about these burn pits. And I feel like, look, this might be something I can kind of have more effect with. So um, I might have to, like, kind of just abandon you. Like, I abandoned my son in Big Daddy. <laughs> Well, uh, look, you were great in Big Daddy. It's not because you didn't go to Harvard, by the way. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate that. I, I, you, I, you know, I, I went to a pretty good school. You, you you do noble work. It's a noble job you have. You know I'm college educated, right? Like, I, I went to school. Is a fireman, is a school for firemen? <laughs> yeah, well, look, there's also there's also training for firefighters, but uh, I finished up college first. So. I'm confused. <laughs> Anyway, I'm gonna need to go and uh, do this stuff with the veterans now. So, um, you guys take care of yourselves. You keep your chins up, <laughs> and uh, Godspeed. <laughs> this is a very dark. This is a dark perception of John Stewart. I think. I, look, I, well, he's a Holly, look. He's a famous Hollywood boy. 
What do you think happens? You think he's just there? You think he's really just this guy, you know, in a, in a, in a, in a plaid shirt and a cup of Joe? And he's just like, and he's like hey, let's, yes. let, let's clean the pigs today, Ma. No. <laughs> well, I mean, he, like, yes, he literally is. He's like, I watch him on his HBO show. He, he's takes, like, he takes care of, 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 of wounded pigs, I think. All right, all right. Okay. <laughs> like, someone took a picture of him. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he's like elbow deep in a pig's ass right now. Whatever. I wouldn't expect that of him. <laughs> Using your money to affect things is fine when you're famous. You know, we got, we got, you got to pretend to also be, like, the guy who, like, didn't become ambitious because he was busy helping pigs. A lot of people who help pigs don't have anything better because they were so busy helping. So it's, it's fine for the people who went to Harvard to, like, give their money to help. <laughs> it's fine. And, and, their, and their persona. He shows up and does, a few, you know, a tight 20 or whatever he did. In the capital. I'm saying he should really look. His the best thing he could do is to is to try to lean on his supposed friend who never put him in a different other movie. I don't think John Stewart. I mean Adam Sandler. Yeah, he was only in one Adam Sandler movie. I think he was. Yeah. Why is that? Look, that's a, that's a good question. You think? Um, yeah. You think? Do you think they said like, look, when Big Daddy came out, like people still like it, but they didn't love you in it. They thought you were a little Harvardy. And uh, so we're gonna we're gonna cut you out. Maybe go maybe go get Craig Kilborn's job. Go get Craig Kilborn fired from the Daily Show <laughs> and take over his job. I don't know why. I mean, I like John Stewart. Yeah. I like, I feel like you feel like I'm taking shots at him. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, but yeah, I think Adam Sandler. If he could, I mean, you know, if they could go to the Capitol. And just do a scene from Big Daddy. If you could reenact, that'd be amazing. That would probably, you know, that'd make a lot of progress. I think if they did Tommy Boy, it'd be even better. And you know, the one of them in that movie. But but if if they just did that scene from Tommy Boy on the airplane where he's giving the, he's doing the the safety training. He's a big dynamical. I can't say that one. David Spade. David Spade would also be. I mean, he's not. Doesn't seem as likable <laughs> as Adam Sandler. But he would be fun. He'd be fun as a DP. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Big Daddy is one of those movies that that actually pretty consistently makes me cry. Which part? The part in the, the part with Steve Buscemi with the bum. Is he, he's a bum. <laughs> no, like the part where. Uh, like three different parts of that movie make me cry. Like cons- every every time I've ever seen it. When he dresses up in which a scuba hasn't been in a while. But. As, a, as a scuba Steve, that's actually kind of sweet. It like, was I'm scuba, sweet. I'm scuba Steve. But no, that, the part where the where the child services woman takes him away, <laughs> uh, and and then the part where uh, where Adam Sandler is trying to get him to tie his shoes with bunny ears, but John Stewart has already taught him a different way of tying his shoes. Because now because now he's the big daddy. Like, <laughs> wait, wait, so he spends a whole movie. What do you mean already? Because I feel like he spends a whole movie trying to get him to tie his shoes. And then Jon Stewart spends one day with him. And he's already, and he said he's already tied. So he, he, he taught him a way to do it in a day. It took Adam Sandler like seven weeks. Yes. Maybe, look, maybe going to Harvard's not that bad. Yeah. I mean, like. There's, like, there's perks. We're not saying that, like, Adam Sandler is going to, like, lead us to, like, you know, the, the Pax Americana, like, you know, like, like it's Camelot and JFK. And, you know, it's like, yeah, I mean, in the old days, you could have, like, guys who, like, were policy minded. But now you just need id. And id's not going to get you, like, you know, these weird renewable energies. 
And like, you know, and, and the economy is not based on like, you know, just like oil and sweat. Mm-hmm. That doesn't come. I mean, we're not getting that. We're just trying to keep it going. Keep it flowing yeah. a little bit. Hell, you, you you have some barnacles on your lungs that came from our, from a weird factory we made you work in? Oh, let's scrape off a few of the barnacles. That's all we're doing here. We're not going to, like, you know, build robots unless they're killing, you know, people for, like, not working. <laughs> That's something that might happen. Right. Uh, so John Stewart doesn't, doesn't wants to get rid of burn. Are we still doing burn pits? I feel like this is common. Like, this is kind of crazy. This was, like... This was 2003. We've already established a bunch of toxic shit. Like, what are they doing in the military? Yeah, can't they just, like, fly some of this stuff? You yeah, know? No, I, it, I, I know it's not good for it, but, like, as opposed to just killing the people who are over there, right, can they, they, can't they just fly it over and drop it in the ocean and kill, kill some fish? I'm saying, like, like, Vietnam happened at a time when, like, we just assume... Like, the EPA just was just coming out, right? Or it hasn't even been out. Like, this is, like... 30, 40 years later, we have the internet and all sorts of shit. And like, we're just aware, right? And we have these policies. You can't just, we put catalytic, catalytic converters into cars. Mm. But they were over there, and this war didn't need to happen. It wasn't like we had to rush over there. Yeah. They were planning it back in the 90s, apparently. Mm. And like, <laughs> and like, it was like, well, what do we do with all the, the batteries and the, and the bullets? I don't know what they're putting in there, but like, they're just shoving everything and burning it. And it's like, you had, who thought this was smart? Who thought this wasn't going to be a cancer thing? They just not care? <laughs> Look, I don't think it's good to kill fish, but I'd rather kill some fish than, you know, human beings, preferably. But they could do both. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? what? I'm just saying go t- take the toxic stuff and drop it in the ocean. Oh, I see. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm sure environmentalists will tell you you're crazy, but whatever, yeah. <laughs> I just, but that makes more sense to me than like, I mean, first of all, why can't I just wrap it up real tight? Why can't they just kind of put in a big thing and then develop? Have, like, Dow Chemical develop some weird glue that you seal this stuff up with. Right. And you dump that in the ocean. <laughs> There's big balls of this stuff. Now, that stuff will probably be toxic. Right. And degrade in some crazy way. But uh, it just, I just seems to me like the burn pits might have been intentional. Oh, well, oh, like, they wanted to. I they mean, didn't have to do it, but they did it. It just seems so crazy. I mean, am I wrong here? This is, like... I was like, you know, this is not that long ago. And we're, we're just like sitting there going like, I mean, I know we also did Abu Ghraib at the same time. And that's also like, why are they naked in the pyramid? This right. doesn't seem like an effective way to get information. Yeah. Even if you want to be brutal, this just seems weird. <laughs> right. You know? Like, yeah, like this is just, cl- this is clearly just for someone's pleasure. Like you see those like, pictures that came out in Guantanamo Bay, like the first prisoners that went there. And it was a kind of, hor- it was horrific, but it was also kind of like, oh, this is like, you know, their faces are completely covered in duct tape and garbage bags and their yeah. oven mitts on for some reason. But it's like, it's re- it's, it looks really like, wow, this is like, this seems like a super, you'll never get out of this person. It, but like, and that, those soldiers sure are having fun. But Abu, like, yeah, <laughs> but Abu Ghraib felt like that weird kink castle in right, porn. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, it's just like, it just seemed like, it's just like, just, People shitting on the on, like soldiers are like smearing shit in the walls. Yeah, like, it's like they're making a horror movie. And it's like, I don't know what the the Iraq War was just. Uh, it should have taken place in like the eighteen fifties. Yeah, it was just a crazy with the crazy weapons and stuff. But I'm just saying, it was even crazy shit. Um, I don't think we appreciate that looking back. All these predator drones we have now. Yeah, but we, were, we were just we were just making poison and, and poison in the air. Poisoning Bo Biden. 
Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, what what is like what 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 do you think the end game would be of like a burn because it kills people pretty slowly. This one, it's this, not like they could never tell the secrets. Like, no, it's a great point. And it's like it's one of those things that when you this is why like I'm not like a uh you know, the conspiracy theorists the way some people are because like that would keep me from like, you know, thinking too hard it's a it's a fucking plot. Like yeah, what would be the point? Yeah. <laughs> now, like, you know, but that's how but that's also how crazy it is that they were, they were just like what would you do with our garbage? Burn it. I mean, the whole point of like Halliburton. Don't you remember Halliburton, Dick Cheney's company? There were I remember people saying there's billion trillion dollar co- contracts to handle shit over there on these bases. And I remember like people tell like you know their counter would be like because he thought it was kind of corrupt that they were doing like you know obviously Cheney like because like, go dovetails was like hey nine eleven like well, who would benefit from nine eleven well, I don't know Halliburton maybe <laughs> and, like and, and then you go know, like okay well like you know. And their, and, their, and their counter, some of these people would be like, well, what other company? I mean, they do everything from, like, toilet paper to paper plates to making the food to making the, the garbage disposal. Like, like, why do we need one company to do that? That doesn't seem like it's a benefit. Like, one <laughs> company does everything. Like, whatever. Like, <laughs> but my point is, they're supposed to be this great company that, like, you would think, you know, and, the, and their solution to the garbage was just to burn it. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be a future company, a company of like the some kind of Jetsons shit. Right. Like, we're not just we're not like some defense contractor or some company you could understand what we do. We're like we're we're some kind of like Enron that works. You know, yeah. we're some kind of like we we <laughs> we're we're, we're a logistical thing that like kind of we we come up with crazy solutions. We don't just dig trenches in next to the next to the plate where the soldiers sleep and, and and throw chemicals into it to burn. Right. That's not what we do. Yeah, I mean that's what they did. That's why it's so crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's no good. It's not good. But in the nine eleven thing, it makes more sense because like these two buildings came down. Mm. Now yeah, it's just like you know, there's gonna be a lot of fiberglass and glass and, and, and rock in the in the air. You know, and you know, I'm saying like that's just that makes more sense. Sure, it's like how, you couldn't do nine eleven and not have that. Right. But I feel like you could do the Iraq War even if you did stage nine eleven. And by stage, I mean those buildings still came down. Yeah. I'm not one of these you know crazy people. Yeah, you're not like, the hologram guy. Yeah, right. it was a hologram. They're actually still there. Yeah. <laughs> you can actually go. You you, you, go, you can go rent it right now. Where's the space? It's actually quite affordable because people don't, people prefer to be able to be seen. Because that's the one downside of having this, you know, space. You can't be seen because it's a hologram. I, I once I once knew a guy who was a hologram guy. Yeah. And, and I was like, you go, I was like, I knew him from the local coffee shop in my creepy hometown. Yeah. And, and I was like, you go, you go into Manhattan all the time. Right. You've been going there for decades. He was like, an, he was like an old man. Yeah. Right. Like it was like, it's like you you must have seen the Twin Towers. Right. Like, well, he saw the Twin Towers. That's the argument. The Twin Towers themselves were always holograms. Okay, I think it's okay. I'm pretty sure my either... brother was in a job interview like one of them like a week before 9/11. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. It's it, so it's either I, the, I think the hologram argument is either that. The Twin Towers were always a hologram, which is, I think, obviously crazier than the latter, which is that the a hologram somehow replaced the real Twin Towers when the planes were hitting it. We're, we're hitting them. Wait, wait. It, so Twin Towers exist. Yeah. And then a plane 
It, actually, I'm not sure which one is they, crazier. They, they, you know, that, seems, that seems crazy. They synchronized <laughs> the plane hitting, and then they blew it up, and then the, but they but they had the holograms stay there. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Make, I, I think that no, none of that makes sense. None uh, of that makes sense. I don't look. These are if, if you want to argue that you couldn't that the, the way they say the, the towers came down, the pancaking thing wouldn't have happened. I don't know. I mean, like, there's a lot of back and forth. I mean, I've read the 9/11 Commission. I've read the seen the 9/11 September 11th Pearl Harbor. I've seen Popular Mechanics. Whatever these weird weird magazines. The, why is Popular Mechanics the deciding voice on this? They don't they like don't they review like toilets? <laughs> but whatever. I mean, I, I digress. Uh, yeah, it just seems odd. It's like you know maybe we should have like you know the. Uh, the Bureau of, uh, of Standards and this to, to come out and explain to people, you know, that, that's going to go over their head. Just have the guys who review the, the, the singing toilet <laughs> to tell them about why 9-11 happened the way it did. Right. Anyway, but the point is, like, but I never understood these people who, like, think that someone would fake this, right? And then, like, but not kill the people in the plane. Those, those crash, like, oh, they landed the plane, took the people out. No, they would just crash the plane. Right. And it, 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 even if it was a drone, like, they would just, you know, like, why would these people doing this? And then, and then like, with the intention of making burn pits in Iraq, <laughs> like, care about the people on the plane. <laughs> I don't understand. People. Like, people just don't use, use it. It's out there, but you still got to apply logic to it. Mm. And just because some guy made a five-hour documentary, which he wasn't even claiming that, to be honest. I mean, whatever. So, like, this is, my, my point is with some people, you know, like, you know, that's a problem with a guy like Alex Jones. It's like, I've always said, it's like, you know, you make, you make this problem yourselves. Cause like, you know, he, a lot of what he talks about is true. Or what? I mean, I haven't listened to him a long time, but it's true stuff. Right. But it's mixed in with all this nonsense craziness. Right. And so when you allow someone, when you don't talk about the craziness he did, but that you overthrew Iraq and Guatemala and that, all these things. Right. Mm -hmm. And you, and, and so, and then this guy like brings it up. And people are like, well, that's true. So I guess the other shit's true. Right. That's the problem with all this. Yeah. Uh, you don't just, no, like, that's why. I mean, you convinced. I don't know if we've ever talked about this before, but you are the person who convinced me that 9-11 was an inside job. That that it yeah. could po very possibly have been an inside sure. job. Sure. Well, look, like, I mean, and how did I do that? By two, like, like a paragraph of words. Yeah, a paragraph. It was just, it, I mean, you told me about Operation Visual and Guardian, and I yeah. was like, holy shit. Yeah, there was a war game. <laughs> on the, like, the morning of 9-11, there was a war game. It's, in, right. it's, it's very early on in the 9-11 Commission report. It's just like that, you know. And it was that on planes top were being, of other information. But it's like, yeah. but it, one of the reasons why I was like pretty, uh, you know, resistant to the idea was one because I always heard bad arguments right. that it was an inside, and two because I just don't, you know, you you don't want to be one of these people who makes like you know, cons cons uh, you know, uh, conspiracies like their whole their whole uh, brand, right, or whatever, yeah. you know, like well, exactly, like, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, he'll email me stuff like you know, weird shit. That, well, why don't you talk about these positron? Uh, Discs outside of uh, Lansing, Michigan. Like, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> we haven't <laughs> solved the other shit yet. I'm not taking on the Bigfoot and the, and the, and the Potatron discs. You know? <laughs> this, is not my, this is not my everything. Yeah. Uh, but I would love to... Do people have bits of the Ground Zero? Like, my dad had... Someone had given my dad a piece of the Berlin Wall. Mm. I was, he had it on his desk at work. That, that was kind of cool. The people... Was that ghost to keep pieces of 9-11? Keeping pieces of 9-11, maybe if you, like, were digging there, maybe. But it seems morbid. It, yeah, it that's a good seems, point. Uh, yeah, yeah, they don't really die in the inside the Berlin Wall, I guess. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. 
I was going to say, why didn't that happen? But yeah, because it wasn't a mass grave. Right, yeah. Uh, fair enough. I mean, you, you, do any, you think anyone... This is a fair point. This is an interesting point. Side point. Because we're going to bring some levity to, to this. Because we got a little dark for a moment. Yeah. Do you think anyone died while taking down the Berlin Wall? It's all these jubilant, <laughs> like, we, we, got, we got hammers and we're not... Google this for me. Oh, yeah, that's a good. I question. mean, they're just people, regular Joes. You know, the kind of people John Stewart would, you know, dutifully, res- you know, respect as a human being. They were, just, you know, they were they weren't Harvard guys, and they were just <laughs> taking hammers to this giant oh, wall. Look, victims at the Berlin Wall. Okay, there we go. Interesting. Oh wait, no, this is just between oh. uh, the years. <laughs> oh, like people got shot trying to like scale it. Oh yeah. Uh, you see that in movies a lot, but you know, people trying to climb, you know, get out of East Berlin. Look, it's just it, it, it. There, it might be so that people died during the takedown, but I think it's just going to get flooded by people who died from bullets being fired at them. Right. <laughs> Here's the thing I don't understand: that wall didn't go all across Germany, did it? It was just in Berlin, or, or did it go across Berlin? Look up, look up, like where Ber- the Berlin Wall spanned. Because I always wonder why they didn't just leave Berlin and like try. To, Pass somewhere else because in movies, I don't know if people understand. In the big trope in movies, like for like mm. someone to be you know, like spy movies or whatever, like try try to get them over the wall, and then they get shot by the guard tower, right? Mm-hmm. What was it saying? Um, it says that uh, it, it, it was just Berlin. It was. Listen, why would you just go to the next town over and cross? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, Look, that, it was a powerful symbol that wall. I, I would love it if, like, if, like, if, like, uh, we're, like East Germany, we're like, you know, like, Brezhnev was just like, whoever, like, some, you know, any some top Soviet guys <laughs> who told the Germans to build it there, whatever. Right. I was just like, no, we just wanted them to, we wanted to make it hard for you to, like, go get a drink over at the pub you know, in, in West Berlin. Like, and, like <laughs> and, and people are fraternizing, and what if you have sex with a girl from West Berlin? And it's just, so that's just all it was. No one was <laughs> shooting each other. I mean, that probably were. I don't want to say no one was getting shot. Right. But I imagine like it's it's like how I mean, it just make it inconvenient to like to to go to the pub. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe I'm under I'm underplaying it somehow. I feel like there probably were like in the Soviet controlled areas. Like there were probably checkbook point checkbooks checkpoints all over the place. Yeah. Like. Uh, but it would be funny if it was just like, uh, I wish we could escape East Berlin. <laughs> Why don't we just go a few towns over? Right. Eh, kind of ruins the symbolism, though. <laughs> I mean, but I gotta imagine you got all these these these, these salt of the earth types, or maybe they're criminals for all I know. Who, who I, mean, I don't know who was taking the Berlin Wall. We saw a guy say on Jeopardy that he was backpacking through Europe and he just went and got a hammer and helped. Right? Oh, really? You know, in Jeopardy, when they have like the, the they come back after the first commercial break, and they're like, "What do you do?" One's like, "I'm in a barbershop quartet, and my kid died, right. and like stuff like that." <laughs> and he was like, "I I helped, you know, took a hammer to the Berlin Wall." I gotta imagine pieces pieces of this shit fell on people. It, yeah. didn't, it, it wasn't like a like a like a, like a coordinated operation. That's true. We gotta look into this. This could be a we could be a, this could be a breaking story. This could be a what would you what, what would you call the documentary we make about this? Um, well, dead along the watch. No, it's too wordy. Uh, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what? 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 What, you... what about um, Pink Floyd's The Wall? Just call it Pink Floyd's The Wall. <laughs> yeah. Would we be, we'll be sued for that? 
If we made a, if we made a spurious spurious documentary about <laughs> where we did we actually didn't go back after this go research this, but we just assumed that it happened and made a documentary. We just made up facts <laughs> and then we called it Pink Floyd's The Wall. <laughs> would we be? Do you think we'd be sued by David Gilmore? Roger Waters. I, I think they would have a strong case if they wanted to sue us. They yeah. would, right? You think they would be cool about it? You think we met them and I say, "Hey, should, I think they should appreciate the artistic nature of what we're doing." Hey, look, you make but, you make Dark Side of the Moon. You try to make a point, and we're trying to make money. So why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> you know, I see you on the dark side of the moon. What is that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? What is that song about? <laughs> Wish you were here. Who are you talking to in that song? <laughs> talking to a kid? Creep? I thought everyone you're talking to a kid. Don't, <laughs> don't fuck with me. Um, so yeah, so look, I mean, just to summarize, uh, burn pits. Yeah, we, we, we really squeezed this lemon. Well, I mean, look, it, it's just a, it's, it, it, I feel like this is low key. Like, well, it's like, it's like a weird, like, invisible zeitgeist. It's, it's, it's under. It's, it's kind of like Thanos before Infinity War. If you can, if you can take another Marvel reference, where like he was the one kind of pulling the strings. All these things are happening because Thanos wanted to get these rings or, or power, like less little rings, uh, whatever the Infinity Stones. Right. And so all these other movies make sense in context. That's the burn pit thing. The burn pit is like. Everything that's gonna happen that's been happening in politics or will or maybe nine eleven makes sense because of the burn pits. Maybe they were maybe the whole operation. Remember when Rumsfeld, like right before nine eleven, was like, "Hey, just want to let you know, the Pentagon here, we're missing like two trillion bucks, and we don't we don't know how." We, <laughs> and then like apparently that like all the documents got like lost in in, in the Pentagon when they got when nine eleven happened like two days later. Right. And then uh, another five trillion went missing during the war. Maybe they were just burning receipts in these burn pits. Maybe it was the whole point of the war. It's that like we have so much of a paper trail, like Enron. We like we have Enron shit. We gotta burn. We got so much shit to burn. We can't possibly shred it. We can't possibly burn. If we burn it in America, someone's gonna think it's a forest fire and start paying attention. We gotta start a war just to have a pit. <laughs> and then we'll we'll throw a bunch of uh, you know uranium and shit in there too. Just yeah. To, just to just so. Just to distract. Yeah. Like, no, because, look, if people, gonna, like, if people don't get cancer from this, they're going to know it was just paper. <laughs> okay? They, we need to, like, put other shit so they think we're putting batteries and bullets. Because why would you do that? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but, you know, it would make sense to burn paper. But we can't let them know we were doing that. <laughs> so post some, just post some Coca-Cola, uranium, depleted uranium, whatever. Give some guys some cancer. Get these guys off our back. <laughs> uh, that's just a guess mm. it's an educated guess but a guess thanks so much for tuning in uh, don't forget this week coming up we got uh, August 7th at the West Hampton uh, Performing Arts Center we have uh, Tim Dillon and I are doing a live podcast so come get, go to timdillancomedy.com check that out. it's going to be a great podcast it's going to be live you get to see us in the flesh the day draws nearer and nearer it's a, it's a week away uh, less than a week away. So get on there. Get on there. There's only a few, I don't think there's that many tickets left. So get on there. Check it out. Uh, you can check out our Patreon. You get an extra episode every week for five bucks a week. Uh, so check that out. And if you don't want to do that, which a lot of people do and they like that, subscribe. Like, like and subscribe and, and you know, comment. And, you know, it's a community of comp. 
So I, there's, all, there's all sorts of ways to enjoy this in, in his, his burn pit theater, as it were. Mm. Anything else you want to say? <laughs> uh, uh, no. <laughs> Have a great week. Thank you. <laughs>